Today on CityCast Philly, can you believe we're less than 30 days out from the election? Ballots go in the mail this week, so keep an eye on your mailbox in the coming days. And this is a big election. Philly voters are choosing a new governor, some city council members, and I'm sure you've heard the campaign ads for the Senate race. Freeloading Fetterman. Thank goodness for daddy's deep pockets. See, Jersey Oz is just a multimillionaire special interest. All that money and still Oz takes thousands from Big Pharma. So who do you think Oz will be looking out for in the Senate? Come on. But Philadelphians, we're not always great at showing up to the polls. Why? It's Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. CityCast Philly political contributor Denise Clay Murray, how do we make voting sexy? You know, it's super important. We all need to do it and we all should do it. But it's really hard to get people to care sometimes. You know, people have been asking that question. How do we make voting sexy for decades? And the closest we came to finding the secret sauce, particularly here in, in Philadelphia, was when Barack Obama became the Democratic nominee for president back in 2008. Right. Obama was an inspirational candidate, which is why nearly 800,000 people came out to vote um, when he ran for president. Um, Joe Biden came close to that number. We had the highest voter turnout in 2020 in Philadelphia since like the late 90s, early 2000s. So one thing, you know, I know about Philadelphians is that we don't always show up to the polls in big numbers, like you mentioned. Do you think we're going to see low voter turnout next month? I mean, we've got a lot of big races on the ballot this year. The governor's race, a Senate seat is up for grabs. What are you thinking? I think that we'll get a larger turnout than we did for the last municipal election we had, which was for district attorney and stuff with this election. But it won't be much larger because this traditionally, while it hasn't been like an abysmal turnout election, it's been a low turnout election. Um, You asked, how do we make elections sexier? It seems to be easier to make them sexier when there's president or some big federal office at the top of the ticket than if it's something more local. Even though, and and let's be honest here, um, the governor of Pennsylvania is gonna have a lot more impact on your life than the president of the United States, as is the state legislators, or even your senator, those are all gonna have more of an impact on your direct life than the president of the United States. But the president is the election everybody shows up for, and people don't always show up for these other elections. But I think that because again, we're still kinda in that crisis mode, Um, when it comes to America and its democracy, that you might get a higher turnout in terms of the Senate race, which will, you know, trickle down into the governor's race and, and the legislative races. So you might get more of a turnout that way. But I, I, I have this, um, rule that I've had since I was a kid and I first started voting myself. 
Voting is the smallest thing that you can do in terms of making your democracy um, accountable to you. If you don't do that, and yet you want to complain about you not getting the things that you need from your government, I have a hard time listening to you. And I, I, while I won't say exactly what I tell people because this is a family radio program, <laughs> but what I tell them generally is if you're not, if you didn't vote, don't complain because you didn't do the minimum. And I think that's what we really need to impress upon people, that voting is the absolute minimum mm -hmm. that you can do to make sure that your elected officials are accountable to you. That's the absolute minimum. Denise, I remember a time when uh, local businesses were even offering discounts and treats like free beer and like <laughs> donuts and things like that for any voters who showed up with their I Voted stickers. Do you think that helps and encourages people to to participate in their civic duties? It does, yet it doesn't. It, it does because, you know, let's face it, who doesn't want a free Krispy Kreme donut? I'm saying though, I mean, I, mean, I, I love donuts. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Right. Who, who doesn't want a free, fresh out the oven, Krispy Kreme donut? Right. I, I know I do. On a cold November it, day it, with some hot coffee? Like that's perfect. It, exactly. Right. That, that's, that's, that's good eating right there. So on the one hand, yes, it does encourage people. But on the other hand, it's, it's hard to make, it's not sustainable necessarily. You know, you can only do that so many times. In fact, a lot of that stuff tends to only happen when it's a national race. Um, I haven't heard about any of that kind of stuff with the local races, although, you know, if Wawa did decide to partner with, um, say, the city commissioner's office and hand out coupons for, like, say, a free shorty hoagie, of your choice, if you you know have proof that you voted, I think that might get some more people to the polls. And if you you know partnered that with a hoagie from Wawa and an Eagles ticket. Oh, now we're talking. Now I'm coming oh, out, boy. I tell you, boy, <laughs> boy, they'd have to install a polling place at Lincoln Financial Field. <laughs> because that is how many people you get. For sure. Can you remember an election where the voter turnout was just so low and like what happened there? Well, um, to the chagrin of a lot of people, Larry Krasner got a second term as DA because the last election that I saw where turnout was just abysmal was in the most recent district attorney's election. Now, what's bad about that is the district attorney's office is the office that determines whether or not someone is charged for first degree murder and is sent away for life or you know put on death row or whether they're charged with manslaughter because they were defending themselves. Um, and the fact that people didn't come out for that office, you know, and vote for that office and then you have this movement to try and impeach the person who won that office. It, it, it just kind of makes me nuts. When only 20% of the registered voters in Philadelphia even bothered to come out and vote, but yet 90% of them are on Twitter complaining. And 
You know, we have a lot of races that way. In fact, um, Lynn Abraham, the former district attorney, um, who also ran for mayor, ha has pretty, you know, she pretty much relied on low voter turnout in, in terms of, you know, remaining district attorney. Okay, so that was that was her political strategy. That was pretty much it. So let's get back to the voter. Do you think that there are some voters who are getting left out? Like you mentioned, some people, you know, voice their opinions on social media, but don't actually come to the polls. I think a lot of voters are being left out. And the reason I say that is because there's no follow-up. You can register someone to vote, and I noticed because I, I tried it, you can get somebody registered to vote, get them their voting card and everything. But if you're not talking to them about getting to the polls, if you're not addressing the issues that are important to them, they're not going to make that effort. And you have a lot of people here in the city who look at things and look at how certain things have not changed, like the 26% poverty rate. And they ask themselves, why should I make the effort to put people in office if they're not gonna do what I need them to do or they're not gonna listen to me when I come to them with issues? And and that's you know very important. Now, like I said, as a political geek and also as someone who studied the civil rights movement and knows exactly what process had to be undertaken for me. I am a black person and people like me to be able to vote. I go and vote because I can hear like the voice of my dad in the back of my head right, saying, what do you mean you're not vote. voting? Right, right. Yeah, what do you mean you're not going to vote? But not everybody has that. Denise, I remember, um, you know, as you're saying this, I remember voting in 2018. And at the time, I lived in North Philly. And I voted at, a, like, a local um, senior center. And I went through the line pretty fast. But then when I moved to West Philly and I voted in 2020, I stood in line with the kids for, like, 45 minutes. And, you know, it took a while. So, Denise, I know that Philly is unique because... It's a big city with a ward system, which is really used for tax and election purposes. There's 66 wards in the city. Are there certain wards that vote more than others? Some wards are really, really good about getting people to the polls. Like, for example, you have the 50th ward, which is called the Mighty 50th for this reason. That ward has a nearly 100% voter turnout. They are really, really big on voting. Their ward leaders and committee people get their people to the polls by any means necessary, which in some cases, you know, means an astro van to get seniors to the polls or, you know, making sure that everybody has an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot if they want it. And, you know, you have some people who are very, very diligent about making sure that their entire war turns out. But in places like certain sections of North Philly and even certain sections of West and Southwest Philly, when your concern is making sure that your kid has something to eat when he or she comes home from school and you 
barely know where your polling place is or how to get an app or how to get a mail-in ballot so you can do it from home. When that's not necessarily made available to you, then you're you're not going to vote. And I think and, and and this is just, you know, my from one of the observations I've had of this, I think in some ways it's intentional that there are certain people that are encouraged to vote and certain people that are not. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, this might seem really basic, but how do people primarily vote in Pennsylvania and in Philly? Well, traditionally we have been a get up and go to the polls kind of people, but COVID changed all that in a lot of ways. Because nobody wanted to turn voting into a super spreader event, you had more access to mail-in ballots. Um, it used to be that you could only get a mail-in ballot if you, if you were an absentee ballot and you weren't going to be at your polling place. But um, in 2019, Pennsylvania passed a law that allowed for mail-in voting. So Pennsylvania had more people voting by mail in 2020. People liked it, liked the convenience and the safety of voting by mail. So we're probably going to see an even greater increase of that um, as time goes on. Now, one thing that could impact voter turnout this year and participation in general is this special election for city council members because some of them had resigned in the past few months uh, in hopes to hopefully be candidates for mayor. Um, Denise, how is that going to affect voter turnout? Where it may impact voting itself is that the mail-in ballots are supposed to be getting mailed out really soon. And you have to add these races to it. And because you have to add these races to it, there's a concern that people won't be able to get their mail-in ballots in on time for them to be counted. So it may have an impact in that people may not be able to just, you know, stick their ballot in the mail like they want to. They may have to go to a drop box and drop their mail-in ballot in, or they may have to take it to city hall and put it in, you know, put it in the drop box at the commissioner's office. There's also one near the Cato statue at city hall. You may have to drop it in there. Right. That's so interesting because Octavius Cato, one of my favorite Philadelphians in history, was murdered on election day in 1871. Mm -hmm. He was murdered trying to get people of color voting. He, he had ballots in his pocket when he was murdered. And it was at a time when black people were supposed to be allowed to vote because it was after the Civil War. And, and black people were supposed to be allowed to vote during that time. But you had folks who felt that allowing them to vote would give them too much power. So, you know, they killed people like Uvi Cato and others who were trying to do this work, which is why, you know, the fact that there's a voting box right by the Cato statue 
that you know that that sends a message you know this this person that everybody loved the the statue now go do what he got killed for go vote CityCast Philly political contributor Denise Clay Murray, thanks so much for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. To make sure you're ready to vote, take note of these important deadlines. The last day to register to vote in this election is October 24th. The last day to apply for a mail-in or absentee ballot is November 1st. This year's general election is November 8th. Polls open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Longtime 6ABC anchor Jim Gardner took to Twitter about a recent campaign ad using his image. Republican Senate candidate Mehmet Oz's latest ad featured a clip of Gardner during a newscast. The ad also features his opponent, the Democratic candidate, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. In a tweet, Gardner said, quote, legally, we have no control over a candidate's ad. I am not okay with it, but there's nothing I or the station can do about it. Last week, city council endorsed a bill seeking to improve the conditions for women in prison, especially those who are pregnant. According to the Philadelphia Tribune, at-large council member Kendra Brooks introduced the bill, calling it critical to returning dignity and safety to incarcerated people. The Office of Property Assessment extended the deadline for residents to request a first-level review. If you think your recent property valuation is incorrect, you now have until December 2nd to file for a review. Call 215-686-9200 if you need a FLR form, or you can go to property.phila.gov. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Tell a friend about the podcast, rate it, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. Bye.